Hey guys, welcome back to Sales is King. This is Dan Sixsmith. Happy to be with you as always, and we've got a special episode tonight. We're actually recording this live on Facebook Live and on Periscope, and I'm just adjusting my cameras here so that I can get on both. Um, so welcome to Sales is King. It's another great episode, and tonight we've got an exciting episode called What Sales Winners Are Doing differently um, and it's a new study and I'm going to show it here to the guys on camera from the rain group which you guys probably know is a tremendous group um, that does a lot of research on sales and selling particularly in b2b and there's some eye-opening results that come out of that came out of their recent study of 700 b2b buyers um, kind of standing on its ear some of the conventional wisdom around things like solution selling and the challenger sale and really putting together a new kind of framework for what it takes to succeed today and it's really based on what the buyers are saying um, that is important to them today so you know we've gone over a few of these studies there was recently one from USC um, over the summer this one is much more involved from the rain group so let's get into it um, without any further ado so um, the the you know the underlying premise here is that um, you know the sales winners are not only selling differently than those who are coming in second but they're selling radically differently there is a tremendously um, different approach that the sales winners are using today versus um, those that are coming in second and third. You know, those that are achieving quota versus those that aren't. So, you know, a couple of the highlights um, for sure. Um, you know, this whole element of risk that we've talked about. Um, you know, the top sellers today are able to uh, minimize risk and show the buyers that there is less risk in going with them. Um, a couple of other highlights. Goals and aspirations are more important today um, to buyers. Talking about their goals and aspirations versus wanting the seller to come in and diagnose the problems. You know, in the old solution selling days, there was a lot about diagnosis going on. The buyers feel like they've got a lot of that covered today. Um, but they do want um, sellers to come in and talk about goals and aspirations. But more importantly, they want the sellers to understand them. They want them to get them. And if you've listen, listened to this podcast, we talk quite a bit about active listening and how active listening is crucial today. And according to this research, um, the buyers are saying that um, this is absolutely critical. They need to know that buyers, that sellers understand them. Um, Let's look at a few of these other uh, key areas. Um, so let's go through, I'm just looking through this because it just came off the press here. 
Um, we talked about that there's 700 B2B buyers that were involved here. But there's really three levels that Rain talks about. And in order to really be a winner, you have to get to this third level. So, you know, the first level, um, and they're talking about levels of selling behaviors. The first level is level one, which is called connect, okay? Um, you know, it's talking about the ability to connect the dots between the buyer issue and the seller's solution, right? Um, <clears throat> and that goes back to a lot of the solution selling days. Secondly, they also want the salespeople to connect with people, right? To connect the dots within the organization. Um, so this is important, but what Rain says today is that this is just the price of admission. This is not going to make your quota. This is not going to make you rich. This is just a requirement um, to be able to, um, you know, participate, uh, you know, and hang in there. It's not going to be uh, ringing a lot of uh, cash registers. So first and foremost, level one is connect. And then they go into some more detail on this. And we'll, we'll go through some detail. Um, the second level is called convince. Right, so not only have you connected the dots between your solution and the buyer issues, but now you can convince the buyer um, that your solution provides the maximum return, that it's the best choice, that it has the least risk. So you have to get up to that second level now and convince, right? So you've done the connecting, level two is convincing. Um, and for those of you that just joined, we've got a new study out by Rain Selling Group um, on what B2B buyers are looking for in sellers today and what sales winners are doing um, much more than others. And for those of you on the podcast, this may be a little different than usual because we are live on Periscope, we are live on Facebook, and we may get some questions along the way. So it may be a little jumpy, but nonetheless, hang with us. Um, okay, level three, which is critical, right? Uh, this is the third level, and this is where the winners are... Um, um, leaving the others in the dust. And it's called collaborate. Um, the, the sales winners are um, proactive. They're perceived to be proactive. Um, they're perceived to be responsive. They're perceived to be easy to buy from. So, you know, the relationship is important. Um, you have to understand what the buyer is looking for. You have to be easy to work with. It's got to be a good flow, a good dialogue. Um, a good understanding. Um, and then it looks like, you know, the seller and the buyer are working toward a mutual goal. You know, so they're on the same team. Um, and that the buyers actually perceive the sellers being integral to their success. So think about that, you know, from the old school thought of salespeople that are calling up and bothering me and, you know, chasing me down to, complete opposite of you know the the buyer viewing you the seller as integral to their success you know we've heard a lot about this strategic advisor um you know um buyers want sellers to be uh, strategic advisors subject matter experts this is what exactly um the buyers are talking about how can you go from everyday salesperson to becoming an integral part of your buyer's success. Very eye-opening stuff. Um, I want to go through more of this. 
uh, here. I highlighted it's a very detailed report. Um, again, so a couple of things that are new. Um, for many years in solution selling, there was a big emphasis on the pain um, of helping the buyers uncover their pain um, and selling against the pain and then tying your solutions back to that pain. Um, they think that that's still important, but it's, it's being de-emphasized. Um, it is really now moving toward, as I said before, um, understanding the buyer needs. And oftentimes the buyer is going to explain those needs. So it says here that the winners demonstrated they understood the buyer needs 2.5 times more than the second place finishers. So what does that tell us? That tells us that this concept of active listening is probably moving to the number one or number two skill that you must have. And we'll go into this a little bit. We've mentioned it before, but that active listening is, you know, empathizing with the buyer, right? Um, explaining that and acknowledging that, you know, their needs, their issues are important, that you understand what they are. You know, you're playing it back. Um, you're saying things like, what I heard you say is, um, you know, let's confirm that this is important. Let's go over this again. Play it back to the buyer. Um, listen intently with tremendous engagement. Um, you know, your body language, you're, you're leaning forward, you're shaking your head, you're taking notes. Um, this is all active listening. And what buyers are saying is those sales reps that can do this, are winning and they're winning far more, uh, two and a half times more than others. So let's make sure you continue to work on that. It's a key piece here in this um, study. Um, so let's see what else we have here. Um, okay, so we've got that we understand um, the buyer needs. And now, you know, we've talked a lot about the storytelling, about painting the picture. But, um, and I'm just mo making some um, changes here on the live broadcast. Um, again, the seller's proposal that comes back has to demonstrate that that seller got, quote unquote, got the buyer, that they understood what the buyer needed um, and what they were hoping to achieve. Again, going back to those goals and aspirations. So the proposals that come back from the sales you know, winners are leagues above in that they're demonstrating a grasp of the understanding of the buyers. So here's, I mean, I'm even gonna to have to put my glasses on for this one, which I don't usually use too much anymore, but the, the print is um, exceptionally small. Um, some of the top differences for the um, the sales winners that the buyer said. Number one, they educated me with new ideas or perspectives, okay? So the sales winners have to paint a picture of the future state, but they have to come up with new ideas. Um, you know, idea generation, active listening, idea generation, these are gonna be critical components going forward. But how do you bring a fresh perspective? based on what you've heard right then and there on your feet thinking on your feet 
critical. Number two, they collaborated with me, right? So there's this whole element of collaboration versus showing up and throwing up. It's collaborating. It's having a dialogue, a conversation. It's offering some suggestions. It's listening intently. Um, number three, listen to me. Okay, so here we are with that active listening again. Number That's number four, rather. Um, number three is persuaded me um, that what he had to offer or she had to offer would help me achieve my results. So are you able to persuade the buyer that what you have will help him achieve his goals, his aspirations, will get the results he is looking for? And hugely, hugely important. Um, number five, understood my needs. Uh, certainly, that's one that we've, we've touched on. Number six, um, the seller helped me avoid pitfalls. Okay, so again, part of this integral part of the team, you're going to help the buyer stay out of trouble, minimize his risk, um, and get to his end result. The next one, uh, crafted a compelling solution. Okay, so once you have all of the information, now you're putting together a compelling solution that helps tie everything back together. Um, the next one. Uh, let's see. Oh, they understood the, and I'm getting calls here too, which is interesting. Um, um, he, they understood um, the purchasing process, okay, which is hugely critical, right? So the purchasing process is important. Um, and so, you know, the buying process today, right? So there's going to be many different stakeholders uh, involved. Are you aware of what the decision process is going to be, right? So definitely we can do that. Um, that's what the top sellers are doing. They know the buying process. They know the members of the buying committee. Um, the next one, connected with me personally, okay? So um, think about this, right? Uh, this is one of the old school, you know, uh, sales 101, but... You know, there's got to be that vibe. There's got to be that rapport. And you do that through all the things we said before. Um, you know, connecting with the buyer um, and understanding his criteria for selling, but also the personal connection. And I see some people are joining. Uh, welcome, guys, that have joined. We're just recording a live version of our Sales is King podcast and um, getting through some new research coming out from what... 700 B2B buyers are saying is critical today um, in making a purchase and what the top sellers are doing that is distinguishing them from the rest of the pack. So let's just go on through the rest of these here. Um, connected with me. Okay. Um, delivered an overall value that was far superior to the others. So this whole notion of value selling is huge, right? So now you have to put together why you're better than everybody else, um, why they should spend the money, um, what the value is going to be. And again, this this shows that you've done your research, you've been able to show um, the buyer that value gap, right? If you listen to some of our earlier podcast. We had Keenan on here, who I love tremendously. He's a he's a great sales expert. Um, you know, the gap between where you are and where you want to get to. 
Um, and by showing that you can help the buyer uh, bridge that gap, you have a better chance of selling um, at your price and showing that you're better than the competition. So um, let's look through a few more of these. Um, just trying to get some new ones that maybe I haven't brought out before. Um, again, we talked about this shift away from the problem and the pain and more than just and more to just kind of the listening and the understanding. Um, we talked about connecting the dots is really just um, the baseline kind of price of admission. Um, we talked about, again, the goals and aspirations, uncovering these goals and aspirations being critical, um, even if the buyer doesn't know them yet. So helping the buyer to kind of understand and visualize where they want to go, talking about the possibilities, painting a picture of how you can get there, um, creating a compelling solution. These are all part and parcel of getting to that third level and kind of putting distance between you and the competition. Um, so let's see. We also talked about the convince. So, you know, we have the connect uh, level one, the convince level two. Um, starts to get into demonstrating the return on investment, um, value selling, um, minimizing the risk, um, and showing that you're the best option against the competitor. So you've got to be able to um, sell with value and minimize risk. So how do we minimize risk? We've had a couple of shows on this. Um, minimizing risk, um, according to Rain, there are a couple of different ways that the buyer felt reduce risk. Um, number one, that the seller um, was respected, the company was respected in the buying organization. Um, number two, the seller and uh, the seller's, um, the buyer's experience um, was up to par, what he was looking for. The seller, number three, was professional. Um, the seller understood the buyer purchase process. Um, the seller was trustworthy. The seller inspired confidence in his company by the way he handled himself. And the seller helped me, the buyer, avoid potential pitfalls. All ways that sellers, the top sellers, are helping buyers um, minimize risk. So let's get to that level three. And I know I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but there's a lot on here. There's like a 20-page report. And as I said, it just came out. And we're doing this live as well, which I don't normally do. So um, this level three is, is, um, is very important. It's collaborating. You know, it's becoming an integral part of the buyer's process and the company and, and the buyer's goals. Um, oftentimes, they use the word unexpected. Um, that the seller brought up something that was unexpected and got the buyer thinking in a whole nother direction. That was one of the key things that gets sellers into that level three, that gets them into a position where they're winning and selling radically different than the rest of the competition. Um, I love it when phone calls come in here too when you're trying to do this. Um, very interesting. I've got the phone and the iPad going. Um, so again, in the collaboration level three, the buyer believes that the seller brings something new to the table. The seller brings something new to the table um, that no one else has thought about, that even the buyer and his team has not thought about. Um, new ideas, 
bringing new ideas is a huge advantage according according to the buyers so you know think about your skills as far as thinking on your feet uh, about your ability to generate ideas to come up with solutions on the fly hugely critical for um, this buying community today and when we're talking about um, selling digitally um, in the digital economy um, so when you can do that, the buyer sees the seller as actually an important part, an important member uh, of the team, and that they're working together toward the common goal, and that the buyer was educated by um, the seller. Interesting um, on this rain report. You know, we've we've heard a lot about the Challenger sale. We've all read the book. Um, a lot of us, you know, uh, subscribe to it, but. You know, rain cautions here that this this notion of challenging and tension, which um, the challenger sale talks about, they say be careful. You know, they say be careful there um, that you don't need to challenge. I mean, certainly you can bring out new information, but um, you don't want to go too far. Um, buyers don't necessarily need to be challenged as much as you can bring them new information in a, in a collaborative fashion in, in a conversational um, strategic advisory um, type role so that is kind of the gist of it I wanted to get through this because I just got a, an advanced copy of this and it's a great report from uh, the rain group that you should check out R A I N and it's called what sellers do differently but I thought it would be a great episode um, for us to kind of go through this new framework um, and certainly we'll start to reflect on this a little bit as we go forward um, but in summary you know we're talking about three levels level one is connect which is kind of the basic level which is kind of the price of admission level two is convince which is being able to persuade the buyer um, that yours is the best solution, that you have new ideas, that you have the less risk. Um, and then number three is collaborate, you know, being proactive and responsive, educating them, um, bringing new ideas to the table, um, becoming an integral part of the seller's um, organization, um, understanding how they make decisions. Um, you know, bringing that new information. There was another phrase in here that I thought was really good. Um, and then what happens is what they're saying is that these sellers in level three, they start to drive their own demand. They're not just dealing with this little box that the buyer, you know, the little buyer problem. They've now uncovered a whole uh, range of opportunities within the company. So these level three sellers become... Um, you know, they start driving their own demand. They're like generating their own demand. They're becoming their own demand center through their great thinking, through their uh, collaborative efforts with buyers. So this has been terrific. Um, we've done a, a live session. If anyone's got any questions, certainly shoot them in uh, while we're on. Um, and we could certainly answer them. In the meantime, we're going to do some housekeeping for our friends on the podcast. Certainly want to thank everybody. Um, who has subscribed the listenership has really gone up and we're really really happy um, secondly um, if you have subscribed if you have listened please uh, forward it out to your friends um, tell them about it um, also let me know what you think about it leave some comments 
Um, and also, if you can, leave us a review or just give us a rating um, for sure. And I don't think we have any questions here on Facebook or on Periscope. So for you guys, thank you for joining. We're going to try and do these a little bit more often uh, live, and hopefully we'll have some more Q&A. So for now, this is Dan Sixsmith for Sales is King, and I will see you on our next episode. Happy selling and peace.